Hello and welcome fellow foodpreneurs to episode 19 of the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute podcast. And this week we are covering manuals and boundaries and this is not the conversation that you think that it is. So tune in. Welcome to the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute podcast where we are building profitable food businesses one product, one process, one thought at a time. Now here's your host, Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele. Hello, friends. So happy to have you back on our podcast. It's been super amazing. And of course, I want to start out this week by asking everybody to go to your podcast, like wherever you listen to podcasts, and leave me a five-star review. This is especially epically important on iTunes because of the way the algorithm works and so if you could leave me a five-star review it really 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 makes a difference thank you so much for doing that and of course if you ever have any questions you can get in touch with us at sfbdi at dirigofoodsafety.com we love hearing from listeners And that's really the whole reason that we do this. I love coming to the podcast every week and talking to everybody out there. We've got so many listeners and so many people love the podcast. So give us a five-star review and share it. That would be amazing. You know, and this week we are diving into a topic called manuals and boundaries. Now, normally when we talk about manuals, we talk about like your food safety manual or your your employee manual or that sort of thing. And we're going to touch a little bit on that, but I'm going to talk about manuals and boundaries in a way that you have never heard of them. Because today I'm going to teach you the super simple and powerful way to understand how to relate to people and get this, be nice to yourself. This week we are going to dive into manuals and boundaries and when you understand manuals and boundaries you are going to blow your own mind around how your life is going to change. Once you understand manuals and boundaries you'll look at every person that you work with differently and the benefits are amazing because once you drop the manuals and understand your boundaries Folks, you're going to stop arguing with reality. And my friends, stopping your argument with reality has multiple tremendous benefits. First, the financial benefits of not arguing with reality are pretty awesome. You actually spend your time on stuff that, like, say, makes you money. When you drop the manual for yourself, you take a massive step of living free from shame. When you drop your manuals for other people, you take a massive step in reclaiming your power in your relationships. You'll sleep better. Seriously, I promise you will sleep so much better. And you'll show up to the world as who you are and you'll let other people show up as they are. Wouldn't that be amazing to be out in the world as who you truly are? Understanding that your massive actions towards your goals are because you chose them? Not because you're reacting or you feel like you should do something or you need to do something. So what am I talking about when I talk about a manual or about boundaries? And, and what about employees? Well, listen up, fellow foodpreneurs, and let's dive right the heck on in. A manual is an instruction book we have for someone in our lives about how we'd like for them to behave 
so we can feel good and be happy. We generally don't tell the other person what's in our manual and we don't even realize we have it or even see the pain that it causes us. We feel like other people should just know how to treat us. And while it may seem justified to have expectations for other people, it can be very damaging when your emotional happiness is directly tied to somebody else's behaving in a certain way. Other people's behaviors have no impact on us emotionally until we think about it, interpret it, and choose it to mean something. No matter what people do, how they act, or what they say, we don't have to give others the power to determine how we feel. Let that sink in for a moment. Nothing someone else does can make you feel a thing. Not anything they did in the past either. Nothing they can do can make you feel a thing. You will only feel something when you have a thought about it. And if you don't understand your own thoughts around what someone says, because what someone says is actually a circumstance, you'll just be reacting and reacting and reacting. So what does a manual look like? Well, it often involves the word should or needs to. He should do the testing when I ask. She should remember that on Tuesday we clean the drains. He should know that the labels have to say keep frozen. He should write me an email after our meeting. She should prep more for that presentation. And dude, that team, they need to step up. These examples are simple and brief, but the truth is, is that most manuals are pages on pages on pages, and that includes your manual for yourself. They're complicated, they're intricate, and they're detailed. And rather than sharing these expectations with the person they're about, well, people with manuals generally feel the other person should just inherently know. And then they're eager to interpret not knowing as a sign that they're unloved. Or if the person meets their expectations, they interpret it as a sign that they are loved. But here's the thing, friends. Adults have the ability and the freedom to behave however they choose. And this includes you. There is nothing, nothing you ever have to do, and there's nothing anyone else has to do for you. And frankly, for those of you with kids, you will notice that your children, they also tend to behave how they choose and not how we would choose for them, right? So how does this play out at work? Well, when you work with someone and feel responsible fulfilling for fulfilling their needs, it's miserable. Who hasn't worked for a boss and thought, if I do this, they'll be happy and they'll stop yelling at me? The constant effort to control another person is completely exhausting. The truth is, is you can't control another person. And there's nothing that they could possibly do that would make you as happy as you want to be. All of the power to feel happy lies within you. And although your boss may do things that give you positive thoughts and positive feelings at times, they won't be able to do such things all of the time, or they may not want to. And if your emotional life is tied to how other people behave at work, you're giving away all of your power and setting yourself up for disaster. If you're constantly relying on other people 
to make you happy, you're never going to get there. You see, people don't really follow our manuals. And if you think about it, you have a manual for yourself, and you don't follow that either, now do you? Well, think about it. I should get that report done. I shouldn't get short when somebody emails me. I need to meet my sales quota. On the surface, all of those sound pretty reasonable, right? But the problem is, is that you are either arguing with reality or you're setting yourself up for loving yourself only if you do certain things. So going back to our example of the manuals we have for other people, which let's just take the first three, he should do the testing when I ask. Well, do people always do the testing? No. She should remember that on Tuesdays we clean the drains. Do people always remember to clean the drains? No. He should know that the labels have to say keep frozen. Do people always do their labeling right? No. When you have manuals, you're giving away all of your power to other people. You are unwittingly choosing thoughts that say, if they do this, I'll be happy. And guess what? It doesn't have to be like that because reality is people don't do the things that we request of them or that we expect of them all the time, okay? You can actually change that 100% in yourself and this is super good news because the only person you have control of is, well, yourself, right? So how do we do this? Well, you're gonna notice your thoughts when the words should or need to come out, come into your thoughts, come out of your mouth. Notice when you're doing thought downloads that there might be thoughts like this. He didn't clean the drain and he should have is the rest of that thought. I'm so frustrated. What's frustrating you is not that he didn't clean the drain. It's the thought, it's your thought that he's supposed to do it. Because think of it this way, what if he didn't clean the drain because he was rushing to the hospital because his kid had been taken there by ambulance? You most likely have a whole different set of thoughts, right? So really it's the should have that creates the frustration. And my friend, you can drop that. Take responsibility for how you feel regardless of other people's behavior. This is a super empowering way to live and creates better results in your whole life. This doesn't mean that you stay in relationships that are harmful or not serving you well, or that you keep people employed who don't do the work. You need to do what's necessary to protect yourself and your business. And that gets us into the conversation about boundaries. Um, although boundaries are appropriate, trying to control and manipulate other people never works. Instead, it will make you feel and even act like a crazy person. And boundaries are also not the same thing as having expectations for our workers. Your worker manual, okay, and the expectations that you have for your workers isn't the same thing as your, your mental manual because, well, it's one written down. So that's a start. You've likely talked to people about it. And if you haven't, well, folks, go do that. And I remember I had a job when I was a vet assistant and the vet I worked for basically expected me to know by osmosis what drugs went where in the truck. I never got any directions, but man, I sure got yelled at when I did it wrong. She had a manual for me that I should know where things went. What she didn't have was a map of where things went. Do not do that to your employees, people. 
If you're a manager at work, you can set very clear expectations and provide feedback. If the employees don't honor your requests and they don't follow through on what you've asked them to do, well, then you get to decide whether to let them keep working for you, to put them on some kind of probation, or to just let it go. You don't have to be upset about it. That is totally up to you. You don't have to get angry when people don't comply with what you wanted or expected. And the other thing to remember is that people don't like being controlled or forced. And an ultimatum actually is a form of coercion. Coercion is always a boundary violation. You don't want to be coerced, and neither does anybody else. So then what's a boundary? So we've got manuals and boundaries. What's a boundary? A boundary is a clear line that defines how you will act if someone does something. A boundary is something you create for yourself, and it's commonly used in coaching to create life-changing results. It can be mistaken as a way to control other people, but that's not really the function of a boundary. That's saying, if you do this, you're gonna have to do something else. That's not a boundary. A boundary is, if you do this, I will do something. An emotional boundary is very much like a property boundary. It delineates where one person ends and another person starts. And it's a way of drawing a circle around our behavior and ourselves. It, may seem that boundaries would separate us from others, but really they do quite the opposite. A boundary includes a request you make of somebody to change a certain behavior and a consequence what you will, of what you'll do to self-protect if they violate that boundary again. So it sounds a lot like this. If you text and drive, I won't travel with you. If you don't do the listeria testing, I will write you up. Boundaries are all about ourselves and how we act. And I gotta tell you, it is truly possible to let go of all of your rules, all of your regulations, and all of your attempts to control people in your life. Consider letting these things go and making requests if you want to, but only with no strings attached. Genuinely notice what people do when you don't try to control them. If you focused on trying to control only yourself and your responses to how people behave, what do you imagine your life would be like? You know, when you think about it, in our personal relationships, it's really much easier to let go of manuals because we start letting people be just who they are. When we don't try and control others, they feel safer to be their true selves. And isn't that what we want, whether we're at work or we're home? Authentic relationships with people as who they are? And we ourselves can be much calmer when we don't make others and actions mean something negative, and we can also really hear them out. We get their perspective on things, hear their side of the story, and understand why they do or don't do what we've requested. And this is a lot of the stuff that we end up uncovering in the strive process. Because in that V of strive of value, if you really value people for who they are, you're going to drop your manuals about how they should behave. This is all, well, so much more effective than pounding our fists on a manual. If you throw away your manuals, well, you may end up doing things that you don't want to do, but your relationships will improve 
dramatically. And the truth is, just like other people in your life, you don't have to follow your manual. You truly don't have to do anything you don't want to do either. So take some time to consider this idea. Are you willing to give up your manuals? Are you willing to let go of your expectations and focus all that time and energy on creating the best life that you can? You'll find that your life is enhanced by being around people who genuinely do the things they want to do rather than doing things because you're emotionally manipulating them. If you're willing to give it a try, you'll find that this really changes everything. Folks, do this work. And to help, we've, of course, got a download for you. So go to www.sfbdi.com episode 19, grab the download, and do it. It's all about manuals. I know it's way easier just to consume this stuff and think about it in your head, Put pen to paper, fingers to keyboard, and take massive action because that's how you actually make the change. Do it, foodpreneurs, and go change your life. That's what we got this week. Y'all have an excellent, excellent week. Hey, foodpreneurs. Have you thought about joining that power group and you're not really sure how to do it as a corporation? Well, I have super news for you. Starting this month, we are actually having corporate subscriptions to the power group where up to five people can join the power group. Y'all get workbooks, you get access to the membership site, access to the calls, emails to me to ask questions uh, so that you can come together and grow as a group. And I'm offering this super amazing value at just like, I mean, 50% off of the regular price. So five people from your corporation can join up with the power group for only $5.97 a month. It's super amazing. I would love to see you there. And if you want to join up, you can go to www.sfbdi.com slash power group and click on that second button on the page that says I'm interested in a corporate subscription and it'll take you right through there. Thanks so much. Have a beautiful day. You've been listening to Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele on the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute podcast. We hope you loved the show. For more information and show notes, please find us at sfbdi.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.